This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Friday the 24th of March. Shares in Deutsche Bank, Germany's largest lender, fell by as much as 13% earlier. Investors have been spooked by the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and the takeover of Credit Suisse. Chris Bochamp is chief market analyst at IG. He gave Times Radio his analysis. I think the speed with which they've moved is, is obviously spooking markets and the fact that last year was the case, the argument that higher rates would benefit banks and what we learned from SVB in the US, the bank that collapsed, was that it could also throw up problems. And this was something the markets really hadn't been expecting. It leaked across the Atlantic to Credit Suisse, and then suddenly Deutsche Bank, which is everybody's favourite guest for which is the next big bank to sort of fall into a crisis, is once again cropped up. The King's planned state visit to France has been postponed after protests against President Macron's pension reforms turned violent. The three-day trip, which was to begin on Sunday, had been in the planning for months. France's Elysee Palace said the decision was taken because of a tenth day of demonstrations and will be rescheduled as soon as possible. Adam Sage is the Times Paris correspondent. He told us that the postponement of the King's visit is an embarrassment for Macron. There would have been protests at Versailles, notably, which is a very symbolic place. I mean, it was the place where, where the king and, and Marie Antoinette lived until they were extracted by the mob in 1789 revolution. There would have been protests in Bordeaux as well. This is a humiliating climb down for President Macron. Around 3,000 civil servants have announced new strike dates in a dispute over pay, pensions and job security. Members of the PCS union in four government departments will walk out from the 11th of April. Rishi Sunak has challenged Benjamin Netanyahu over legislation in Israel, protecting him from being deemed unfit to rule. Hundreds of pro-democracy protesters gathered outside Downing Street where the Prime Minister criticised the reforms. Dame Margaret Hodge has spoken at previous rallies. She told Times Radio why these reforms strike a nerve. The proposals that Netanyahu is putting forward, I think, and many Jews, both in Israel, outside Israel, and many other people who care about Israel feel the same. These proposals would undermine the independence of the judiciary. Yotam Confino is a journalist based in Tel Aviv. He told Times Radio that Netanyahu is perceived as fleeing his country while his country burns. Netanyahu, of course, argues that as a statesman, he needs to visit his allies. He met with Macron in Paris. He went to Rome. He went to Berlin. And now he's in London. He discussed Iran's nuclear program. But of course, in Israel, he's seen as fleeing the country. Every Thursday, he's flying away because usually the protests in Israel take place on Thursdays and on Saturdays. Right now, in the biggest crisis in the history of its country and the Prime Minister is leaving every week almost to meet with leaders. In sport, the captains of all 24 National League clubs have written to the FA over potential significant changes to their contracts from next season. The FA could add new conditions which would see injured non-league players only paid in full for 12 weeks. 
Times Radio's Ben Fletcher has been reading the letter. The captains are shocked and frustrated by the changes and are asking for urgent talks. For the players, football's more than a game, it's their livelihood and they need it to support their families. They say players have been locked out of the decision-making process. A new live adaption of Derek Jarman's final film, Blue, is being staged to celebrate its 30th anniversary. The filmmaker's classic piece has been reimagined for the stage and will tour four venues later this year. It will feature performances from LGBT superstars Russell Tovey, Travis Alabanza, Jay Bernard and Joel Taylor. Well, Joel told Times Radio that Jarman helped gay people during a bleak time in the UK. He was like one of the greatest inspirations when I was a working class kid in Lancashire, free Section 28 times. So there really wasn't any positive representation of LGBT life, but Derek Jarman started making these visionary pieces of cinema. A legend, not just in terms of, you know, being a, a queer icon in a sense, but as an artist was unsurpassable, really. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio.